0: how to practically contemplate a Nietzsche without going into abstractions, without, you know, floating away into abstract theories about Mm, mm. what a Nietzsche is?
1: Well, the practical way and pretty much the only way, because the abstract contemplation of a Nietzsche is not the Nietzsche, is to, to find things that are dear to you including yourself your own senses your own possessions people family relatives and then contemplate their cessation and you're gonna feel Anicca that's why Anicca leads to Dukkha to recognition of Dukkha not any impersonal scientific Anicca oh look everything is changing that I don't care about so find things you care about and start applying the notion of impermanence that you know to those things and you will feel Dukkha and that you realize that's the necessary base for the practice that's where practice begins and that's it so you can make a contemplation out of it
0: so it's not about you know someone can look at the word Anicca and then you know, to find the etymology of it and go into the Pali about it. Yeah, if, and if you don't know what, what, what anicca is, mm-hmm. then yeah, that can help you,
1: give you the idea, the context of the impermanence, but if you want to practice that anicca, not just get the right information about it, then you need to find things that you are emotionally um, connected with and uh, start seeing it there, because it's anicca, dukkha and then the experience of anatta if you understand that but yeah there is a reason that's kind of the universal principle because people don't see anicca which is why they don't see the dukkha of the same thing so in order to see the dukkha which is necessary for the right practice you need to start seeing the anicca on the level of things that you are pretty much attached to that mean to you so don't just take impersonal pondering and contemplation um, but actually find stuff that you would be affected if it changes that's it and then think about that and allow that in your mind to endure and see it's like wait but it will change one way or the other so why am i ignoring this obvious reality of of things that are dear to me Mm -hmm. and that's that's already the right practice or certainly closer to the right practice than if you were to just study and and think about Anicca, and use Anicca as a kind of explanatory principle, it's like yes, everything is constantly changing as the Buddha and modern scientists have shown, look this this, this wood, is constantly electrons are constantly moving and that's constantly changing that's irrelevant, that's not Anicca, that's just you applying an external theory that you adopted and and it pleases you, no, just imagine like, what if I were to go blind, what if I were to lose my eyesight would I be affected? Would I grieve? What if I were to become, um, I don't know, injured and I can't move anymore? Would I be emotionally affected? Yes, oh, so I'm attached to the body, to the movement, to the senses. But they will fade, they will change, I will lose my sight. So why am I ignoring that? And there is no right
0: answer. <laughs> well, what about thinking like, oh but why is everything in Nietzsche? Let's get down to the why. Sure, I sure.
1: To... Yeah, that, that's kind of often mind would go in those directions, but that's like when you, uh, that's what the Buddha said, when you go into the directions of trying to find out who and why they shot you with an arrow, instead of finding out how to get the arrow out and cure yourself from the wound. So those questions you need to restrain because they're kind of pointless and they still revolve around the same craving and you would use the information that you will get through the answer of why To basically lull yourself back into thinking, okay, now you dealt with a Nietzsche because you found a reason for it. No. The only way to deal with a Nietzsche is not to get the right answer to what a Nietzsche is or why a Nietzsche is there, is to not be affected by it when it occurs. When the change happens, will I remain imperturbable? The only way to be imperturbable in regard to Nietzsche is to practice immovability in regard to Nietzsche and to not ignore it. Not to find the right answer for it. But yes, sometimes finding more answers about it will make you think about an nature more, will make you reflect more, so it's not necessarily always bad. But yes, don't fall into the trap of thinking that providing answers and satisfactory explanations of why an nature is there somehow made you closer to understanding it. It's not. If your mind doesn't move on account of it, that's what makes you closer to understanding it.